This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. For this week's episode, I want to share something with those of you guys who are looking to start a podcast. There are many of you who listen to this show who have something of value to offer the world. You have a message, something that God has placed in your heart to share and to impact people on a massive scale. And podcasting is such a phenomenal opportunity to do that because it's one of the platforms that allows you to connect with your audience in an intimate and undisrupted um, way. You know, when people are scrolling on social media, there's a ton of different things trying to get their attention. It's ads, it's other people who are creating content, all of these things. When people listen to podcasts, they're doing their day-to-day activities. They're at home, they're at work, they're in a car, wherever. And so you have a level of attention that's really valuable and not offered many places online, even YouTube. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, this training is one that I did a while ago, and it's all about how I made my first six figures podcasting. And I did this training because I wanted people to understand the amount of money that's in this industry to where it's like you can, yes, make an impact in and win souls and reach the people that you want to reach, but you can also make good money in podcasting. I mean, I'm thinking about now as I am pulled in so many different directions with things going on with my family that I'm not hurting at all. You know, I wake up every single day. I'm working significantly less in my business and making more money. I wake up every day with, uh, you have money on the way, a payout is on the way to your account, all of these different emails. And I was even checking the uh, podcast schedule. Our show is booked up until like 
what is it, June or something like that? And probably longer than that. I just stopped looking. I was like, wow, we have so many sponsors and continue to, to, to close new deals every day. Now that we have our bonus episode, we have sponsors who are buying ad space on the bonus episodes. And so there's a lot of money to be made and not even just through sponsorships, but I'm able to then bring people into the society and help them grow in their relationship with God and grow in doing business God's way. Like it's a win-win win situation. And on top of that, to just have to talk an hour a week. And that's even with two episodes, you know, both of the episodes together are generally not even longer than um, an hour, hour and a half. And so it's just an amazing opportunity to get your message out there to reach people on a massive scale and to make passive income money in your sleep. So I wanted to share this training for those of you guys who are interested and want to learn more about podcasting. We have an open house with Anchor Media coming up on May 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I can teach you everything that Anchor Media does. We'll talk about our upcoming Find Your Voice Academy retreat, which is our exclusive track where we work with new and aspiring podcasters. You'll get all your questions answered on how to work with me and my team. We've produced shows not just with Blessed and Bossed Up, but we've produced so many shows that chart on Apple Podcasts that have increased the bottom line of the host that have gone from uh, having their listenership increased by 170 something percent just by implementing our strategy. So our track record is there. uh, Our success stories are there. The impact is there and the knowledge is there. So if you want to learn more about Anchor Media, what we do and how we can transform your podcast or get you started on the right track so you're not making a lot of those entry level mistakes and you can get right to building your profitable podcast, join us for our open house you can register at anchormedia.com slash open house. I'll also put the link in the show notes for you. And um, that's it. This is the training that I did on how to make money podcasting. If you have any questions about podcasting or about the open house, just email us at admin at anchormedia.com. Let's get started. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the masterclass. In this class, I'm going to be breaking down the blueprint on how I made six figures podcasting. Now, I want to preface this because I want you guys to understand that where I was when I started podcasting, because I believe that where I was was where a lot of you guys currently are. I was not any type of celebrity, just a regular girl who had big dreams. I was not um, any type of online influencer. I didn't have a huge online community. I probably had the normal amount of followers that you accumulate from like college years and being social and things like that, but I didn't have a huge network. Um, Podcasting is very new. So a lot of these things that I'm going to go over with you guys that has worked for us were things that we had to figure out from scratch. Now you may think that everybody has a podcast or podcast, everybody is trying to get into this industry. No matter how many people that you may feel is trying to get into this industry, it's still a very, very new industry that's constantly growing and it's still in its early stages. I believe podcasting at this point has been out maybe 10 years or less. And at first it started off as like audio blogging, Um, but it's still a very new industry and one that uh, a lot of people are still trying to figure out. So what we're going to go over today is the exact strategies, the exact systems that I put into place when I had 
my podcast that allowed us to reach this financial milestone and build a, a, a very successful business. So a little bit about me. My name is Tatum Tamia Iomike. I am the CEO and executive producer here at Anchored Media. So what that means is I run the company and I am also the mastermind behind a lot of the shows. So we have shows that we develop from scratch where I work with people and develop original show ideas that support their business platforms. Um, I work with people who have established shows and we really take a look in the details of their show to figure out what's working, what's not in the And then we strategize on ways for them to increase their listenership, also ways for them to increase their profitability. Um, And then I work with people that I believe that are like many of you who desire to start podcasts, but you don't know where to start. Or you may have a podcast and it's pretty new and it's not necessarily reaching the numbers that you want to reach. And so through our various programs, we serve people on on all levels, but everybody works with me um, at some point in time. And so as the executive producer, I pretty much just oversee that everything that we're touching and everything that we're working on is successful. And of course, I have my own podcast. I'm the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast where I talk about faith and business. I merged the two because I genuinely believe that the only secret to success is making God the CEO of it. And so I really take this platform with a lot of responsibility and I know by not only talking about business, but also letting people know that while we have many strategies, while we've achieved many successes, the key and the core and the foundation to everything that we've been able to do is our faith. And so on my my show, I take people on that journey and teach them how to merge their faith in their business and allow God to be the CEO of everything that they do. The reason why we're here today is because um, I turned a free weekly podcast into a six-figure and counting business. I went over a few minutes ago just how I was not a celebrity or anything like that starting out, and a lot of people didn't really understand what I was doing. I said that because I remember... I said, podcasting is such a new industry. So three years ago, when I started podcasting back in, we started preparing in 2016 and then we launched in 2017. So back in 2016, 2017, podcasting was even more new than it is right now. So a lot of my contemporaries and people that I was familiar with and people that might've even put value in what they had to say about business were really like, why are you doing this for free? This is a free show. You need to focus on things that are making you money. You're uh, putting off this podcast. It's not getting you paid. And guess who's laughing all the way to the bank now, y'all? <laughs> and what I love about what we've been able to do is because podcasting is such a, a unique space. Like everybody at the time when I went over to podcasting was focusing heavily on social media marketing. And so with social media marketing, it didn't fit the lifestyle that I wanted to live. I didn't want to live a lifestyle where I'm constantly focusing on um, social content. I didn't want to live a lifestyle where I'm constantly competing, not only with other influencers or other people that are selling on social media, but I'm, I'm competing with major corporations like Target, Nike and Nordstrom and all of these different places because they're selling on social media as well. And so I saw it as a very crowded space that, yeah, I could have stood out there, but I was looking for other alternatives. 
Also, I personally just didn't want to live a life where I was a slave to my phone or to my business. So I needed a certain level of freedom when it came to what I was building as well. And podcasting allowed me to do that. Um, I always tell people I could talk for an hour a week, upload it on the internet and make a ton of money. And that's just the best part about podcasting is because it's a weekly show. I speak one time and once we upload it, it reaches all over the world in, in a very uncrowded way. This episode is brought to you by Public. I know many of you guys can agree how, how important generational wealth is. I know that's definitely something that's always on my mind and not just as I'm building my business, but where else can I invest my money so that I have something to leave my son as well as something comfortable for when I retire one day. I've always been interested in investing in the stock market, but it just honestly is confusing. It seems like there's only a couple of people who get it right uh, and who are doing it well. And then for the rest of us and all of the apps, it just seemed like too many barriers to actually be able to build real wealth. What I love about public though, is they make investing so easy. Y'all know my son's first birthday is coming up and I actually, thanks to public, was able to buy stock. And so now I'm starting the process of building wealth for him by buying the stock. It was crazy. It was so easy. All I had to do was put connected to my account, put money onto the app and use that money to buy stock. That's it. And now I could just watch the stock options that I'm buying grow and just see how it accumulates over time. Something else I really love about public is it's kind of like a social media app for those who are interested in the stock market. So it's not something that I'm super well-rounded in, but I get to get a peek into the conversations of those that are. And so it's pretty cool to just kind of see how decisions are made and see what's, what's trending and what's going on in these companies to help me make better decisions. Public.com takes the responsible approach. They don't promote risky or gambling-like behavior, offer complex trading tools to beginners, and they don't encourage day trading. Go to public.com slash BBU to follow me on public.com and see what I'm investing in. You can start investing today with as little as $1. You'll even get a free slice of stock when you join. Just go to public.com slash BBU to download the public app. Valid for U.S. residents 18 and plus, and is subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures, not investment advice. Let's get back to the show. And so that's honestly the biggest thing that I love about podcasting, just what we've been able to do in that space and the freedom that it allows me to continue to pursue other business endeavors to, to honestly build this company. I have a lot of freedom of time to build this company um, because I have this show that's able to support us in such an awesome way. Some of our ad sponsors, and we're going to talk a little bit about how podcast makes money and how we reached a six-figure goal. But some of our ad sponsors that we have are Away Travel, Vistaprint, Fiber.com, ZipRecruiter, Stamps.com, Skillshare, so many more. I mean, we've worked with, at this point, almost 30 or so sponsors, and we just continue to get new deals um, every single day. And so our numbers with the sponsors that we work with are just continue to grow. And most importantly to me, aside from all the success that we've been able to see with my business, with my podcast, is that we've been able to duplicate that success through other shows that we have created um, or that have been produced 
by our team. And not only have we been able to duplicate the, that success through shows that we create, but we're able to duplicate that success with shows that we, any show that we work with. So one of our programs is called Find Your Voice Academy. And so the first step to working with us that way is to attend a retreat in DC. And then after the retreat in DC, people have the option to uh, join, officially join the academy and work with us on a four month basis just to continue to get that one-on-one -on -one attention for your show. And we've just seen so much success at every level. So even new podcasters are launching and exceeding their revenue goals um, and exceeding their listenership numbers as a result of the strategies that I'm going to go over with you guys today. There have been people who we've worked with who are Instagram influencers and they have these huge followings and they have podcasts, but the podcast is only running off of the strength of their social media following and it's not necessarily taking a life of its own and it's leaving a lot of money on the table for them to really reach the profitability that they want to reach and so when, what we do when we work with these companies we're able to go in and find the gaps in their show to see what's working and what's not and make the necessary adjustments for them to start seeing success so so for you guys that may be worried if you're not because you're not an influencer or because you don't have a ton of instagram followers that your show is not going to be successful that doesn't mean anything like i said before i started out with out a lot of followers and we got to this point and i've also worked with shows for people who have a lot of followers who aren't doing the numbers that um our shows are doing so don't allow where you are right now to discourage you but instead the first thing that you need to adapt before we get, even get into how to make the six figures the first thing you need to adapt is the mindset that this is what you're going to do that this is what you're going to commit to, that this is what you're going to focus on and you're going to do whatever it takes in order to be successful. And one thing that I've noticed with shows that we've worked on that or people that we've consulted with, the shows that do great and the shows that do just okay, the difference is the mindset of the person that's doing it. Because a lot of people, and you guys may be able to identify with this, a lot of people are quick to launch. Like, oh, let me do everything it takes so I can launch. I can launch. But one thing that we specialize with Anchor Media and everybody that we work with is we focus on the development and the strategy so that when you do launch, you're positioned for profit from day one. So instead of being reactive and putting the show out and getting upset because you're not reaching the numbers you want to reach or making the money that you want to make, we focus heavily on the strategy prior to introducing the show to the public so that the, the second that you hit send um, and it uploads to your host and it pushes out to iTunes and Spotify and all these platforms, you're positioned to profit from day one. So the first thing I need you guys to do is just do a quick mindset check do a quick mindset check am i allowing myself to be overwhelmed at the thought of getting into podcasting because if you allow get overwhelmed and you get caught up in the emotions you're just going to work against what it is you need to do it's just your mind is going to get cloudy and you're not going to be able to truly focus on the strategy so again before we get into the blueprint clear your mind <laughs> make the decision that you are going to focus on the strategy and you're going to see the strategy through. All right. So here are the five things that we're going to cover in this class. Number one, we're going to go over how money in the first place. Can't make money from something if you don't understand how money is made. 
Number two, we are going to talk about advertising in the podcast industry. Three, we're going to talk about what advertisers look for. Then we're going to talk about key elements that your show needs to be positioned for profit. And then lastly, we're going to talk about creating a sales process and then automating that sales process so that your show can start funneling people into your business from day one. Now, we got a couple of bonuses that are included in this masterclass. One, you get a revenue map worksheet. I find that a lot of times when people plan for their podcast, they don't plan past what the episode is going to be. So, But in order for you to have a show that's profitable and for you to make the money that you want to make, you need to plan past that. You need to plan all the way to the sale. And so what this revenue map worksheet does is uh, it just allows you to outline your thoughts in a way to where you're seeing it through that you're not just stopping at, okay, this episode is going to be about this or this month, the, t- the theme of my show is going to be this. But instead you're looking at, okay, here is the ultimate sale I want to make. Now, what does my show need to be about in order? for people to get to that the point of purchase and so that's what that uh, worksheet is all about then we have a monetization checklist and it's just simply a checklist to make sure that your show has everything every moving part that it needs to be profitable a lot of people are not making money that they want to make on their shows because it's not positioned to profit in the first place And so we're going to, with that um, checklist, you're able to just see a master list of everything that you need to make sure that your show is positioned for profit. Um, And then the last thing, I'm going to give you guys a discount to my full podcast course. So we can't cover any, everything today. Today, I'm talking more so about the exact strategy that worked for Blessed and Bossed Up and how um, I was able to make six figures podcasting. And we're going to dive into these five points. But that course is what you guys need in order to, because we'll get into numbers, the importance of numbers and things in a second. But that course is going to be everything that you guys need to hit the ground running. We're going into a lot of detail about marketing, about show development, about all of the intricacies that you that you would need um, to really maximize what you're doing with podcasting. And I'll get into that a little later, but we're going to offer you a special discount on that as a thank you for investing with us with this class. Okay, let's get started. Podcasts make money two ways, you guys. Advertising and funneling people into an existing business. Now, a lot of people focus solely on advertising and we're going to get to what advertisers look for, but I really want you guys to understand and we broke down the numbers on how I made six-figure podcasting, only 12% of that revenue was in advertising dollars. The other 88% was in selling to my audience, meaning funneling those people into my business. You will always make the most money funneling people into your business. Advertising dollars are great. It's easy money. You literally talk for two minutes and you get a check. It's easy money. But understand that the sweet spot where the money is, is funneling people into an existing business. With advertising, you only get paid one time. They pay for one ad, maybe on every episode or whatever, but that's one sale. But when And then you're limited with that because you can only have, or you should only have maybe three to four ads within an episode because nobody wants to listen to a podcast that has endless ads on them. And so because you only have 
a few slots available, your income is always going to be always going to be capped. But when you're selling people to, uh, or when you're funneling people into your an existing business, you're able to make money multiple times off of the same person. And we're going to get into in a second in a second how many um, listeners you need for advertising. But even with that, if you're not even at the point where you're able to make money through advertising because you don't have the numbers yet, that doesn't mean that your show is not profitable. You can start positioning yourself to make money from day one if your focus strategy is to funnel people into an existing business. And I go into detail about it in our little our mini course, which is free, um, how to make money podcasting. And I talk about the top five reasons shows aren't profitable and how yours can be different. So that's free. You can go and just download it so that you have it. But these are the two ways that podcasts make money. And the way that we made six figures, 88% of that was by selling, selling, selling to our audience. We would have still made six figures if we did not have any ads. So this is important to know. We would have still made six figures if we had no ads, but we would have made six figures if we only had ads. So it's very important. If you want to maximize the profitability of your podcast, then you have to have a system in place where you're funneling people into an existing business. I've had people who are at our podcasting events who listen to my show, who um, have purchased my book who have purchased my journal, who have purchased something else for me, who have been to the podcast tour, who are now at this event and who will sign up for something else when it's over. So we've made money off of the same one body, the same one ear, multiple times that pays us way more because of the um, because of how many times they buy. It pays us way more than the one time we got paid for that ad. So I cannot stress to you guys enough the importance of funneling people into an existing business. And this is what truly sets Anchor Media apart because there are a lot of people who are gonna teach you guys about um, launching a podcast or who are gonna teach you about getting your listeners up on a podcast. And that's great. All of those things are building you up to be able to make advertising dollars. But the sweet spot in what we did differently and what we do differently in every show that we work with is we focus on number two funneling people into your business. That's where I'm able to put my MBA uh, degree to work. That's where I'm able to put my digital marketing certifications and, and other degrees to work when it comes to um, the podcast is by really setting up systems that funnel people into an existing business. So let's talk about advertising for a second because I really want you guys to understand what advertising looks like in the podcast industry. Podcast advertising revenue is forecasted to exceed $1 billion by 2021. I'm recording this. It's currently 2020. By next year, podcast advertising revenue is forecasted to exceed a billion dollars. And there are a lot of shows that will never, excuse me, that will never be able to reach or get a piece of this pie because they aren't reaching the numbers that they need in order to even be considered by advertising. So as you guys are developing your show, you have to put your marketing hat on or work with people that have this expertise to help you in this area because this is, like I said before, this is easy money. It's, a, it's going to be a billion dollar industry next year. Companies are spending money in droves on podcasting, on podcasts. 
simply because they see the advantages of it. And I'm going to always talk about funneling people into your own business. So think of, you shouldn't be thinking as the CEO of a small business that has a few customers here and there. You need to be thinking as the CEO of a huge corporation like a Target, like a Nordstrom, like a whatever, Walmart. Now, if these big companies are sending money to podcasts because they see the value in advertising there, why are you not advertising what you have going on on your show? You're doing the exact same thing the advertisers are doing, but you have much more rapport with the people you're selling to because they tune into your show every week and they know you like you trust you. And we know that people buy from those they know they like they trust. So I want you to look at this number in two different ways. I want you to look at it from a podcaster mind as, oh, great, this is an opportunity for me to get my numbers up and get a piece of the pie when it comes to advertising dollars. But then I want you to also look at it from your business mind of, oh my gosh, if these companies are sending so much money to podcast to sponsor I need to start sponsoring my own show. I need to start focusing on funneling people into my business because if they're seeing the success, surely I'm going to see the success as well. Okay. So here's what advertisers look for. At the bare minimum, you need 10,000 listens per episode. It's not on here, but I need to emphasize per episode. If you have 10,000 total listens, over the course of the year um, or over the course of however long you've been podcasting. That's awesome. Congratulations. But that is not the number that matters. You need 10,000 listens per episode, you guys. And when I say per episode, that doesn't just mean 10,000 listens a month because those two numbers are different. Advertisers need to know how many ears they can expect to hear on their ad within a 30-day time period. And that number needs to equal at least 10,000. Now, the way that you keep up with that number is keep track of what your downloads are for each show after a 30-day period. So you can create a simple table, a simple chart, um, and list like eight episodes and enter in the episodes that have been out for 30 days. Go to whoever you use for analytics and um, see how after that 30-day period and for most host platforms, you could specify the time frame that you want to look at analytics for. So pick that 30-day t- time period um, and write that number down. And so that's what you need to be measuring. It's important that you understand what numbers mean when it comes to your show, because that's going to give you a lot of leverage and that's going to uh, enable you to truly be able to understand what you're doing when it comes to the advertising conversation. So remember, advertisers look for 10 thousand listens per episode and that 10,000 number is how many ears they need at least 10,000 ears to hear their show within a 30-day period if you just look at like the um the the big number of how many listens in 30 days that's not accurate because it'll start to accumulate or it's it takes into consideration listens on other shows so somebody may have gone back to episode one and listened to that or episode two when you're on episode 150. And so it because they listened to that episode or the older episodes during that 30 day time period, that's why that monthly number is usually higher. So I, I want you guys to be very intentional about or 
have a good understanding of what numbers mean so that you're able to really go and price your ads the way they need to be priced and know truly when you are ready to start soliciting advertisers. Okay, let's talk for a second about how ad rates are calculated. This is the industry standard for advertising rates. A 15 second pre-roll ad, which happens at the beginning of the show, commands $18 per 1,000 CPMs. CPM stands for cost per mil, which is pretty much cost per thousand, which is listens. A 60 second mid-roll ad commands $25 per um, 1,000 CPMs. So here's a quick little example. If your podcast averages 10,000 listens per episode, you basically multiply 18 times 10 because remember, we're going by 1,000 CPM. So you have to download, I mean, you have to divide um, 10,000 by 10 and that gives you 10. So 18 times 10 means that you can charge $180 to the sponsor for a pre-roll ad. And then for mid-roll, mid-rolls are prime real estate when it comes to podcasts. It's right smack dab in the middle of the show. It's right at the, the, the peak of people's attention. So that's really a space that advertisers love and that's why it's the most expensive. But um, if you're calculating your mid-roll ad, it's 25 times 10, which means that you could charge $250 to the cost, um, to the sponsor for a mid-roll ad. Therefore, at your bare minimum, once you get that 10,000 per episode podcast, then you would charge a sponsor if you do a pre-roll and mid-roll, $430. Sometimes sponsors may only buy, and usually from my experience, they, they buy one show or one slot per episode, and they may alternate which slots they buy to see which ones convert better on their end. So don't just offer it in combo format, um, but also offer it as individuals as well. As well. And some of them may ask, like, what's your cost for a pre-roll ad or a mid-roll ad? So here's some income opportunities. If you allow two sponsors per episode, then you're making now $860 per episode. If you do four episodes a month, the number is there. Eight episodes a month, the number is there. 30 episodes a month. Nobody's doing a podcast every day. So that's a high number and everything, but it's, it's unrealistic. Um, but this is how ad rates are calculated. Now, remember, I'm going to give you guys a discount to my course. One of the things that's included in my course is an ad rates calculator, because I don't know about you guys, but um, math is just something I like to count money. All of this other stuff, uh, I'm good. <laughs> but uh, we created a ad rates calculator for you. So all you have to do is input your analytics, your listenership, and it populates based off of this exact formula, how much you could charge per ad. So that's a little bonus that's included with our podcast course, not the masterclass, but the full course. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free products without the use of parabens or sulfates. I love a beauty brand that cares more about just the aesthetics. And that is shown not only through the quality of their products, because everything is 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They never test on animals. And everything is formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. 
I was looking for a new mascara because I love lashes, but don't nobody have time to be putting these lashes on every day. <laughs> but I still need my natural lashes to look great. And so Thrive Cosmetics actually has this pretty awesome liquid lash extension mascara. And so it makes it look like you have the thickness and the fullness of the lash extensions without taking the time to do all of that. And what's even more amazing, not just in the care of the products, but the mission. They have a mission that's truly bigger than beauty. So for every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. So they donate to women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. And that just makes me feel good as a consumer that not only am I investing in a product that's going to be great for my body, but I'm also investing in helping pull other women up and contributing to their lives being better in some type of way. So honestly, it's a win-win situation. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are amazing and their bigger than beauty mission is absolutely inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do. So visit thrivecosmetics.com slash bless15 for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer, you guys, that you can only get here. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E, Medics dot com slash blessed 15 for 15 percent off your first order thrive cosmetics.com slash blessed 15 let's get back to the show this episode is brought to you by better help Mental health is so, so important, especially with everything that's going on in the world, getting used to this new normal, and then going to have to, of course, transition into something else as the world changes. It can be very mentally taxing um, to us as individuals. And so our, our mental health is just so important that we really take control of it right now. And we really take an active approach on making sure that we're mentally well. Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. So for me, with my busy schedule, it's sometimes really hard to research and make appointments with in-person counselors. So I need something that's very, very convenient and something that will easily integrate into my lifestyle. And I find myself sometimes, honestly, not even going to counseling at all because it's not typically offered at that level of convenience that I need. But with BetterHelp, they will connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It is super convenient, you guys. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. Also, BetterHelp is available worldwide. So no matter where you are on the globe, BetterHelp is available for you. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything that you share is totally confidential. And on top of all of that, you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. So if you need to talk to somebody ASAP, BetterHelp will get you with someone in under 24 hours. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. And on top of it being affordable already, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why not get started today, you guys? Go to betterhelp.com slash blessed. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. And it's important to know these things, you guys, because you're going 
understand that when you start a podcast and when you're trying to monetize it, you're going into an industry. So you have to go into this industry and know what the industry standard is and know what you're talking about and not just come up with things off the cuff. And for me in the beginning, I didn't know these things. So these are things that we've learned over the course of being in the podcast industry for the last, um, since 2017. But um, when you're coming up with your ad packages, these are the rates that are used to calculate prices. So when you're dealing with these companies, this is what they're looking for. These are the, the way that they're calculating prices. And then remember those numbers, how they're looking at numbers and what those numbers mean. Now let's go over the key elements that your show needs to be positioned for profit. And we're going to break these down a little bit more. And remember, when we talk about being positioned for profit, we're talking about that those two ways that podcasts make money. We're talking about having, having your show be positioned for profit for advertising, as well as having your show be positioned for profit through um, funneling people into your business. So the first thing you need is a quality show. We're going to break quality down, but a quality show where you are the authority. We're going to get into that in a second. I'm not even going to get into it right now. You need listeners. You need ears. If you want to make money with be it advertising or funneling people into your own business, you need people listening to your show. So we're going to go over that. You need revenue streams. If you're funneling people into an existing business, you need something to sell. And this is something to really think about even prior to launching is what are you going to sell? And it's okay if you don't have the, if you're not selling anything right away, but the things that we talk about going on to the next one, a clear sales process, you still need to have a clear sales process so that you're starting to collect people's information so that when you are ready to sell something or introduce the new product or service, you have a way outside of just the podcast where you're able to further market to and connect with your listeners. So let's start from the, the, the first one. In order to be positioned for profit, you need a quality show where you are the authority. These are five things that make a quality show. A unique selling proposition. The reason why a lot of shows never get anywhere is because they fall into the noise of every other show that sounds just like them or they are talking about the same thing. If you have a show where you're just spilling tea with your girlfriends and talking about pop culture, what set, what makes that different from the other podcasts that are um, talking about pop culture? What really worked for Blessed and Bossed Up that was a huge part of our blueprint and what got us to our six-figure point was that we were different. We merged two things that have been historically kept very separate, which are faith and business. We introduced a concept that making God the CEO of your business was the only secret to success that people weren't used to hearing. And so by us having content that was unique and us having this unique selling proposition, we were very easily um, able to separate ourselves from other shows in our category. We're not in the spirituality category. I mean, that's a subcategory, so you'll find us over there. But our main category, because um, 
Am- not Amazon. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, iTunes allows you to be in multiple categories now. But when we first started, you were only allowed to be in one category. And even now you still have a main category that you're in and then there are subcategories. And so for us starting out, we st- went right into the business category. And I did that very strategically because if I went into the faith category, even though I'm talking about business, I'm still another person talking about faith. You know, they, it, I, I'm, it's harder for me to stand out in that space. But if I take a show by the name of Blessed and Bossed Up and I put it in the business category, it's like, huh? We don't really talk about Blessed and Bossed Up together. So it was interesting and we were able to stand out from those in our category. Um, and it's the reason why we've been able to continue to grow and maintain success. The next thing that you need is a, so going back to the unique selling proposition though, as you're developing your show idea or looking at the show idea you already have, reevaluate what makes this show different or what stands out about the way that I do what I do and focus in on that, highlight that. A unique selling proposition in anything you do is extremely important because it communicates what sets you apart. And if you're able to effectively differentiate differentiate yourself from other shows in your categories or other people who do what you do, then you'll easily be able to reach the numbers that you wanna reach. Even if you take Anchor Media, for example, we have a very clear, unique selling proposition. There are a lot of people who teach you how to launch a podcast, who teach you how to, excuse me, create a show. They may say our show charts and this, that, and the other, but with Anchor Media, we have been able to create shows that make money and that reach the masses. And we're, we've been able to not only do that with blessed and bossed up, but with other shows that we've worked on, we've duplicated that success. We've been able to create systems and strategies that work no matter what show we apply it to. And that allows us to stand out. Our results allow us to stand out. Our success in this industry allows us to sell out. So we can tell you, yeah, of course we can teach you how to launch a podcast, but do you want to launch one that nobody listens to and it isn't making any money? If you if that's the one you want to launch, sure, go to whomever else. But when you're really ready to see the results of what you're doing and the and the fruit of you putting in time to create this show every single week, then you can come to us because that's what we specialize in. And so we really highlight that unique selling proposition. And that's another reason why not only just the podcast, but the business is able to be successful because we are um, set apart. The next thing that your show need is structure, 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 guys. And there are two types of structures that you need with a podcast. You need the show structure. And so a lot of uh, people do this in forms of segments. So you need a show structure to where people are able to follow along with the show from start to finish. And then you need structure within your messaging. And that that goes along with number three, understanding that communication and talking are two different things. And a lot of people get on podcasts to talk, but a, but a lot of people do not know how to effectively communicate. And if you're able to effectively communicate, then you're able to make your show profitable because people are then able to really connect with what you're saying. And so a quality show is one that's not 
overly complicated. It's not an hour long ramble, but it's something where the, the content is presented in an organized manner that makes it easily uh, um, digestible as well as um, something that is the audience is really attracted to. So make sure that you have that structure in your show and that you are truly communicating and not just talking. Think of podcasting as a public speaking platform. Think of podcasting as a public speaking platform. And what's what's so awesome is a lot of people are, uh, or public speaking is like a number one fear in a lot of people. So you get to you get to publicly speak from the comfort of your home when it comes to podcasting. You don't have the crowd. You're not standing on the stage. You're not having everyone stare at you. You're able to be in a place that's comfortable to you, but it's still public because it wants to get, once you are able to uh, publish it, it reaches so many places, but you have to approach it that way so that you're making sure that you're crafting a message that is clear and is concise. Because remember, the ultimate goal here is to be profitable. And if somebody is confused about your expertise, if they're confused about what you do, if they're confused about how to even work with you in the first place, they're not likely to to spend money with you. And so, it's, again, it's extremely important that you have that structure and that you're communicating that clear and concise messaging is so important. A quality show also includes being free from audio mistakes. Now, podcasting is a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Podcasting is kind of familiar. So it's a little bit more laid back. And so you don't have to have like perfect production, but you should not have a lot of audio mistakes. There shouldn't be skips. There shouldn't be, um, you shouldn't be in a room where, the air conditioner is running. So now the show picks up the air conditioner in the background. Sounds like somebody's humming or something while you're talking. So just make sure your show is free from those audio mistakes. Or we've worked, um, I've listened to shows and had to advise people that come through our programs. Like make sure that, because a lot of women, we wear a lot of like bracelets and things. And I talk with my hands. And so um, I'm not sure if any of you guys do. But if you wear like those bracelets and stuff and you're talking with your hands, it can get picked up on the microphone and so now it's interfering with the uh listeners experience because they hear all this jangling going on right so for me because i know that i talk with my hands i try to make sure that my hands are free from anything that could be distracting also understand that when somebody is listening to the show audio is all they have and so because they can't see you a lot of the things that may not be uh, that they may not notice if it was a visual podcast they're able to pick up because that visual sense is eliminated. You know, if you like cut off one of your senses, the other ones get stronger. So it's the same thing here because they're not able to see you. They are able to hear everything. And uh, I mean, these speakers and stuff are like HD at this point. There's so many different um, headphones and things that pick up that just have excellent sound. And so you want to make sure that the overall experience that your listeners have is one that's enjoyable. It's, it's frustrating when you have to listen through so many audio mistakes to be able to hear the show. So just make sure that you have a, a good understanding of how to edit or outsource that to someone who may be an expert in that, but just make sure and prioritize that your show is free from audio mistakes. And also the last one and is probably the most important is to offer value, value, you guys. You have to stay in the space of shared 
value. Shared value is the space where your goals and your customers' goals intertwine. And so when you're creating a show, don't just think about what you want to do. Oh, I want to create this podcast because I want to talk about these things or I've gone through these things and I love this and I love that. Take it a step further and think about what your audience needs and how they need it from you, right? So some people, I've listened to shows or reviewed shows from people who've gone through our programs and I'm like, hey, this show is great. But chop it down about 30 minutes. You don't, this doesn't need to be an hour. Pack the information in to 30 minutes because your target audience is not going to pay attention for a whole hour about this subject. And so thinking about that will allow you to make necessary adjustments to say, oh, well, they do want this type of messaging in a shorter time frame. So let me make sure that my show fits that time frame. So I'm still able to communicate the things that I want to communicate and I'm passionate about that they also want, but I'm able to do it in a manner that they want to have it. Because the last thing you want to do is, is, is have people who listen to the show and they don't finish. A lot of people don't listen all the way through podcasts anyway. So the best way to increase your chances of them listening through and because you don't want them to stop listening before it's time for them to take some type of action either. So the best way to do that is just to make sure that you're offering value, um, not only just in the content, but in the way that the content is delivered. A good example of this is one of the shows that we developed called The Fashionpreneur Diaries. This show is a show that's based in fashion. There were not a lot of fashion podcasts, so we were easily able to stand out in our um, business space, our fashion business space. And so, but, but understanding fashion needs to be seen. So we couldn't just do an audio podcast. We had to have visual because people needed to see. And that audience who is interested in fashion are people that need to see things. And so not only did we have the audio podcast, but we had the visual podcast as well. So we were able to give people the content that they wanted, but give it to them in the way that they wanted to receive it. So these are all the elements that a quality show needs, you guys. And and a very important part that we have here is it says a quality show where you are the authority. One of the biggest mistakes that I see people make that hinder their chances of making money is they have way too many guests on their show. Excuse me. They have way too many guests on their show. And what happens is when you are a show that is filled with guests, your guests become the expert and you simply become the host. So now your audience wants to buy from the guests and they're not buying what you're selling because they don't see you as the expert. People buy from experts. Don't just be the person asking the questions, have an expertise. Now, I'm not saying that you should not have guests, but do it in a very strategic way. If you are someone who is a personal trainer and you want to use this podcast to make money with your fitness clients, don't interview another personal trainer to have a conversation. Interview someone who is a former client of yours that is a success story. So sit down and now talk to them about their health and talk to them about, um, and then they'll naturally, because you achieve success with them, they'll naturally talk about the things that you were able to do from them. So now they're further validating your authority as opposed to them taking away from it. So be very strategic when it comes to guests. Because if, again, if you are not the authority, people are not going to spend money from you. Now, if you are a, a, a guest-based show and you get tons of numbers, you will be able to make good advertising money. 
So I'm not saying there is no money in guests, but remember, you make the most money by converting people into your business. So you'll make really good advertising money, but you'll find yourself really at a, a cap at some point if that's the only income stream that's working in that business um, or in that podcast. So just again, you guys, make sure that you are the authority, especially those of you who do have products and services that you're selling. Don't just get caught up in interviewing folks. You have to maintain the authority on that show. And when you do bring other people on, be very strategic about it. So just so you could understand a little bit about the numbers, um, Blessed and Bossed Up, we actually switched over to this platform in May of 2019. So within six months, we reached 1.5 million people. And in 2019, we reached um, almost double that really because we didn't, we switched to this platform in May. Um, I think it was like midway through May. So the first six months of the year, we were at our other hosting site. Um, so with Blessed and Bossed Up, we we're able to reach millions of people every single year. And so I'm telling you guys this, not just as someone who's achieved a little bit of success, but we're able to reach, I told you, no social, huge social media following, no celebrity status, no celebrity guests. I've not, my show rarely has guests. We have guests maybe a few times a year. And a lot of times they're the same guests because I just for the integrity of the platform, I don't allow people that I can't vouch for their character to speak to my audience. And I understand the magnitude of the influence that I have on the show. And so I don't want to um, take advantage of people and I just want to be very responsible. So I'm really the type of person who does not have a lot of guests. And so by me just being a regular person and implementing a lot of the things that I'm talking to you guys about, this is the type of numbers that we, these are the type of numbers that we see. So seeing these type of numbers were not from shooting in the dark. It's from really applying the same strategies that I'm teaching you guys here. And even more of the ones that we're teaching in our course, applying this in our show. We took those same strategies and applied that to one of our original shows, The Fashionpreneur Diaries. And if within this six month period, we were able to see over 20,000 listens. So, and this is a show that was created from scratch, from nothing. And so I just want you guys to understand the type of numbers that are possible, not just with the, the income, but this is the type of reach that you're able to have if you apply these things that we're talking about. And then for us, we have the monthly number. So when this show was recorded, we were only up to January 26. And so as you can see, just our monthly audience is just amazing. And we continue to grow consistently every month because we're always testing new strategies. We're always testing what's working, trying new things to just continue to grow the audience. And a lot of the things that have worked well and have gotten us and the shows that we've worked with to the points that they are, are the very things that we're talking about here. Okay, so remember I said that you have to have revenue streams in order to be positioned for profit. Now here are just some of the revenue streams that we have that have allowed us to get to that six-figure mark by podcasting. Now this is it's also important to note, podcasting is our number one form of marketing. I post on social media um, and, I'm, and I have a, because my team has expanded, we're gonna do a lot more with social media, but to get to the point that we were at while we're talking about um, on this class, we did not use social media that much. Podcasting was our main platform to promote. 
And so the revenue streams we had in place that work well for us are books, digital products, um, live events. So this is a, um, a picture from a tour that we went on. So thanks to the podcast, we were able to go on a four city tour in 2019, going to places that I've never been before, but that's where our listeners, our listeners were and able to just sell out these spaces. It was just such a fantastic experience, not just because of the income, but because of the people that you're able to see when you're podcasting, it's not really a, you're not really connecting uh, with your audience or engaging with them. You're, it's more so if you're recording the show and you upload it. Um, but with the tour, we were able to meet so many people in person. And that was a great revenue stream for us. So that's live events. And we, we offer other live events, not just under the blessed and bossed up umbrella, but with anchor media, we have our podcast retreats where we do live events. And then in the future, I will do another um, live event under blessed and bossed up. But these are just a couple of examples of revenue streams that work for us. And of course, advertising. So I have a few of our ad sponsors listed here, but we have multiple streams of income that the podcast supports. And so the same for you, it's important to have revenue streams so that you know how to um, what to talk about on your show. So, you know, how to structure your show so that you're able to work backwards and create content that converts people, not just, um, as to be listeners, but to actually spend money with you. Now, the last thing that you need is a clear sales process. And I wanted to bring up this process that we used. Now, note this, we did this before we had sponsors. This was way before anybody was sponsoring our show, we had a clear sales process. So this is an example of one of our sales funnels and the revenue map worksheet that's included with this class. It actually allows you to create this for yourself. So a sales funnel for you guys that don't know is simply the process that people take to purchase from you. It's not as complicated as a lot of people make it seem. It's simply a process. And when you master a process, you're able to duplicate that process. One of the secrets to the success with Anchor Media and the shows that we work with is that we have duplicatable process. We're able to see success in every show we touch because we have clear processes that can be applied for each show. So your podcast then needs to be a marketing tool that directs people directly into this process. The thing about podcasting is there's no automatic way that you're going to be able to communicate with your listeners outside of the show, right? There's no master list that your hosting platform or Apple or whomever provides you with, hey, here are the emails and phone numbers of all the people who listen to your show. There's no way for you to automatically have that information. So if you want to sell to them outside of just the show, you have no way to communicate. And that's why having a sales process is important because then you're able to now capture people's information to further talk to further talk to them and further sell to them. And then you're able to be even more strategic with that. So for example, when it comes to um, the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, we have people who are interested in merging faith and business and we have, and then we have people who are interested in podcasting. So thinking about my revenue streams first, we have revenue streams, if we go back, that are specific to the faith, specific to Blessed and Bossed Up, which are our prayer journal, which is the book, which are live events. These are blessed and bossed up the brand revenue streams. 
This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. I've been eyeing a class that I'm really excited about taking. It's called Video for Instagram, Tell an Engaging Story in Less Than a Minute. This is being taught by Halouise Navarez, who's a digital storyteller and video producer. And might I add, she's a black woman. And so I am somebody who knows the importance of video and making sure that you're telling a story quickly online. And so I am super excited to just grow in that skill set and to be able to tell stories like I do on the podcast but not in 30 minutes, but one minute. So I'm hyped for that class. There's nothing better than getting better and accomplishing growth and just seeing your skills develop over time, whatever they may be, is extremely satisfying. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash blessed and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. And then we have Anchor Media, who is the parent company that owns Blessed and Bossed Up. We have Anchor Media, who has our own revenue streams with the various things we offer for podcasters. So because I'm thinking as an advertiser, because remember, you're not just looking at advertisers as people that's going to spend money with you, but you have to put on your hat as the big boss and think about how you can convert your audience as well. So for me, putting my... my um hat on as the big boss. Now I have to create a sales process that categorizes my audience. And this works well for us because it's an easy process. So if I'm having, if I'm selling, and let's take this, for example, the prayer journal, this was our clear process to get people to purchase the journal. And this was a $10,000 product launch. And we had no sponsors at the time. And so we worked backwards. We knew that we wanted to we wanted to, to, or we were selling a prayer journal. We had a new journal coming out. I was wanting, I wanted to reach this 10,000 launch mark, $10,000 launch mark. And we were able to do that. So we started from the end. Okay. We want to make a sale of this prayer journal. Then I think back, okay, well, what needs to happen? What's the process that needs to happen in order to get people to this sale? So then I go and I listen to, or I think about, okay, what kind of podcast episodes do I need to do that prepares people or tells this story of making God the CEO and prepares people to be able to, or want this type of product or communicates to to people the need, because we are supposed to solve problems, the need that they uh, have for this product in order to solve their problem. And so I'm thinking, so I start thinking, okay, let's do an episode on CEO you versus CEO God. So people can understand the real difference in making God the CEO. Let's do an episode on what it truly means to be blessed and bossed up. And this was around the time we were rebranding the show anyway. And so this actually fit perfectly, but okay, we're going to do an episode on what it means to be blessed and bossed up. Because as I'm talking to people about what this means and why they need to be blessed and bossed up, they're going to realize that they don't have the tools in order to do that. But you know, what is a tool for you to do that? The prayer journal, right? So this is all strategic. And then we have an episode on how to make God the CEO. So we further are drawing in and and, um, pointing to this problem or this subject of making God the CEO. Because we started with the end goal in mind. 
So then remember, there's no automatic way for you to get the information of your consumers. If I would have just stopped there, then what I would have done is hoped that people would have bought the prayer journal and hope don't work when it comes to making money. You have to create product, you have to create processes and tweak those processes as needed, but you have to have a process there so that you can be able to um, master the process so that you can then duplicate the process when you're offering other things. So I say, okay, now I need to capture people's information so that I can further talk to them outside of the Mondays that the show come on. So what we did was as a uh, offer on all of these, excuse me, on all of these episodes, we offered a free digital version of the journal. So people signed up to our email list and they got a free copy of the journal. Great. So now I have an email of people who are um, a free digital version. So I was okay with giving away a digital version because guess what? Who really wants to carry around a whole bunch of papers, (laughs) right? So giving them the digital version was fine. They were able to see what they got, but it wasn't in a way that was convenient for them. So they would have eventually had to purchase the physical product anyway. So um, we offered that to them for free. So they give us their email address. Now I have a Rolodex of people who are interested in things that Um, have to do with making God the CEO, things that merge faith and business. So when I go to introduce, let's say, a live event and we do our tour, now I have people that I can speak directly to who are interested in that. And so um, through there, we did an email funnel, which we sent pretty much like a series of emails, just furthering going in about the topic. And then the last step of the funnel was the purchase. And so this process that we created was very successful for us. And so now we duplicate this exact same process every time it's time to sell something. It's so simple. It, what Lauren Hill say, it could all be so simple, but we we rather make it hard. And even when it comes to um, Anchor Media now, and and the great thing about capturing people's information is you're able to categorize them. So whenever I do a show or something that is specific to podcasting, I have an offer and now I'm able to now create subgroups of the Blessed and Bossed Up audience. So now I have the information of those who are interested in things like the prayer journal, those who are interested in things like the live tour, those that are interested in things of the like the book I wrote. And then I also have a, a email list that is a that is focused on or is composed of people who are interested in podcasting, making money podcasting, monetizing podcasting. So when it's time for me to sell things like this masterclass or our course or our events, I can talk specifically to those people. I don't have to you I don't have to confuse my listeners while they're together on the show. I can keep up the content of the show, but by every now and then talking about podcasting, I'm able to now filter through um, the audience that's entered that's interested in that, so I can send use email marketing and things like that to further communicate with them. So if you guys have like different audiences or if you offer things that serve different audiences, because Blessed and Bossed Up is a client of Anchor Media and Blessed and Bossed Up, it just has a whole life of its own with the success of the show. I'm not going to now make this the Anchor Media podcast, but at the same time, as a putting my big boss hat on, I would be leaving a lot of money on the table if I wasn't um, selling still my podcasting and business services to this audience. And a way to do that is to simply create that process where I'm able to categorize my audience and I'll stick to talking to these people about this because that's what they want. And I'll stick to talking to these people about that because that that's what they want. 
So I hope this really makes sense for you guys. And I really want you to use the revenue map worksheet because it allows you to outline your thoughts. This is what you think about when you are planning your content. Don't stop at the episodes because you're shooting in the dark if you do that. And if you're if you're not reaching the sales that you want to reach, you have no, no real data to kind of tell you why. Right. So if because I have a process, if this process didn't work, I would be able to make the necessary adjustments. So, for example, if a lot of people were signing up for the digital version, but then they never made it down to the purchase then I need to figure out like, okay, well, what's going on? Maybe people feel like they don't need to purchase it because they have the free one. Then I would have probably had to alter the freebie to maybe a couple journal pages or something like that. But I would have had, I had enough, I would have had enough information because I have a laid out process. I would have enough information to make the adjustments I need to make the sale. And so I believe that many of you are not who have podcasts already. You're not seeing the money that you want to see from it or people aren't buying from you and not even just with podcasts for whatever you're doing for marketing, people probably aren't buying from you because you don't have a clear sales process and, and you're not able to make the necessary adjustments because there's no process there. So then if you see, oh my gosh, nobody's buying this, they must not want it. That's not necessarily true. There may be a really great product or service, but there's a, an adjustment that needs to be made, a small tweak that could be made that will change that whole situation for you, but you wouldn't know that if you did not have a process. So if you want to make money podcasting, if you want to um, secure the podcast bag, you have to have a clear sales process. Now, after you have a sales process, it's time to automate it. So I wanted to give you guys just a couple of resources um, that we use. So MailChimp is an email marketing platform. It allows you to automate your process. Simplero is another one. We, uh, we use Simplero. Simplero is a little expensive. Um, so definitely if you're just starting out, I don't recommend it. I hear a lot of good things about MailChimp. Now I used it in the beginning of my business journey and, um, I didn't really like it back then, but that was also like five years ago. But there are people like uh, one of the, the clients that we work with, she uses MailChimp and she loves it. So check it out. Uh, ConvertKit is another that we used before Simplero. And we, I still use it sometimes, but it has limitations that Simplero solves for us. But um, ConvertKit is another one that you can use to automate your sales process. Zapier is a great option. Zapier kind of connects all of the different, excuse me, Zapier connects all of the different platforms that you have into one. So if you're using a lot of different uh, tools, Zapier is kind of like that glue that connects all your tools together. They're also a sponsor of the Blessed and Busta podcast. So if you use offer code BLESS, <laughs> you'll get a discount um, on Zapier. Now, I want to remind you guys again about the bonuses, the monetization checklist. I just made a master list of everything that you need to check off to make sure that your show is positioned for profit. And then also the revenue map worksheet. This is going to be very integral to your sales process planning and just creating the shows all the way um, down, the, the shows and the process that leads people all the way down to the sale. So definitely utilize these two resources, you guys. And remember, I told you in the beginning, I was going to give you a discount to my podcast course. So here's a, a little bit more information about the podcast course. So it's called the Profitable 
podcast, the ultimate course that guides you through creating a show that's both loved and lucrative. So this show is broken down into four different modules. We have one on show development where we talk about, first of all, are you even ready for a platform? We talk about how to develop a show and the details that go into that, that allows you to captivate listeners. We talk about branding and creative development for podcasters. And then we talk about the legal things. So making sure that your your show isn't infringing on someone's trademark, making sure that if you're monetizing, then you have like your LLCs and things in place. So we briefly, because we're not lawyers, briefly touch on certain legalities while also providing you with a resource for that. We talk about production all the tech that you need to launch a show. So I'll go through the mics. Everybody who comes through our Find Your Voice Academy retreat gets a microphone, but I'll walk you through the microphones that I've used that I loved and all the other techs that you need to launch a show. We talk about preparing your show for iTunes and other distribution. Um, So a lot of people, they, uh, they don't always get approved right away on iTunes. So we walk you through exactly what you need and kind of how to avoid wasting more time with that because iTunes already takes a couple weeks in general. So that if your show gets denied, now you have to fix whatever the problem is and wait another uh, time frame in order for the show to get approved. So we walk you through how to do that. So it gets approved the first time. And then we debunk editing. Remember one of the elements to a quality show is um, good audio. And so we make editing very easy for you so that you could have that good audio with the shows that you do. We have one on marketing because remember, one of the keys to a successful show is having listeners. And so with marketing, we talk about how to establish a listenership and how to increase that listenership. And then with monetizing, we break down even more um, advertising. I talk about not only what advertisers look for because we covered that here, but how to secure these brand deals. So once I get to this 10K what now, right? So we talk about how to secure those brand deals, um, how to use your podcast to make money in your sleep. Um, we talk about how to develop a brand that goes beyond the podcast. One of the most beautiful things that I've learned about uh, the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is that it's a brand that has a life of its own. It's a brand that that allowed us to go to these different cities that I've never been to before. It's a brand where people were having um, and you know how people have like book club meetings, people were having pod club meetings where they're getting together and they're discussing podcast episodes. There are people who are recommending my show all over the world, people from every culture, every race, every background, people that are, are using the phrase blessed and bossed up simply because they bought into the brand. And so I want to teach you guys how to create a brand that people buy into. And I, that's one of my favorite things about that platform is that it's not all about me. It's about the concept of being blessed and bossed up, which is making God the CEO of your business. So to create a community of that magnitude that honors God and is seeing success in their business as a result of honoring God is the best thing that I could create. And so I teach you guys just the different things that go into that um, so that you could be able to do the same thing. And then we dive deeper into the sales process for podcasters. So we touched on it here, but we go a lot deeper into it um, in the in the full course. And there are a couple bonuses because I like bonuses, right? And there are a couple of bonuses that are included with the course. One is launching one-on-one. So we go over all these information and I know a lot of us, we get information overload, right? You may have purchased this. You may have done, uh, did the mini course that we offer. You may have done your Googles. 
And now, okay, I have all this information, but how do I apply it? So with the audio, I pretty much just break down how to take all of that information and turn it into a successful launch plan. I give you a step-by-step -step on how to launch after and after seeing receiving all of that information. And then the last thing, we uh, there's a free or a bonus audio on crafting your message and positioning your upsell. Remember, we talked about the importance of communication. And um, one of the ways that you are that you can make sure, excuse me, that you're constantly funneling people is to by being able to craft a message well that that also positions your upsell well. So that's included in this course as well. So you guys, because you bought this, you get a hundred dollars off. This court, this masterclass wasn't even a hundred dollars. So we're allowing you to pretty much get your money back and then some from this masterclass. Um, if you purchase the course, so you can get this course, use offer code masterclass, and then you can get the course at anchormedia.com slash profitable pod. And it should be in your email as well. So again, the regular price is $3.99. But because you purchased this masterclass first, you get it for $2.99. So you get your money back from this masterclass and then some. So we really just want to make sure that you have everything that you need to create a profitable podcast. So that is it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, visit us on the web if you want to know more information about all of the service we offer. Um, just go to anchormedia.com. If you have any follow-up questions, shoot us an email. Hello at anchormedia.com and someone on our team will get back to you. Follow us on the Instagram at anchored.media. And if you want to keep up with me and the things that I have going on, you can follow me at Tatum Tamia. So God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning into this class. And I wish you all the success on launching your profitable podcast.